didn't know how to tell you this, but Food Court, the movie podcast, and Twitch stream where Sean and Michael watch it, talk shit, and most importantly, eat shit. We <laughs> are the law. Hello, Michael. Hello, Sean. How are you? Hello, Sean. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing actually really well. That's great. And this is just a lowdown. (gasps) You, the watcher (laughs) slash listener, Mm -hmm. may be thinking, where is John? John. Oh, the third host. Burr. The third (laughs) host. I mean, second host. (laughs) Yeah. First host? Original host? He's the original host. Um, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) He was on the show before I was even on it, just alone. (laughs) Just going, ah, goddamn it. Ah, movies. Ah, ah, I hate, I hate even my favorite movies. God damn it. Um, he was and, like that. Uh, he, he is like that. Um, he, we don't know what happened to him, but he has died. Um, but, or he may just be having bad, he, he may be sick. Uh, we, or he may be fine. It's hard to say. You never We're know. We're waiting to find out. There. We if we get any updates during the podcast, we will let you know. We know there was a lot of blood. Seven other people are dead, and yes. um, food. Yeah. There's food everywhere. He was coming. He was bringing food home. Two dogs <laughs> are not dead, but they're sick. They don't feel good. They have like a slight cough. Yeah, I'm worried. He about wouldn't them. kill dogs. That would be. Bad. Those dogs have woofing cough. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh my god! Oh Those dear. <laughs> um, we're talking tonight mm-hmm. about the game. We're nearly, thank God, at the end of Thanksgiving ranks. I know. I am exhausted, and I want to stop. <laughs> Michael, I like David Fincher a whole lot. I mean, he's one of my favorite filmmakers, genuinely. Wow. But I do not want to watch any more of his movies. <laughs> I'm just tired of it. Well, bad news. <laughs> we got one left. But we got one more. So it's just, and it's actually probably my favorite one, so I'll be, I'll be able to handle it. Well, that's good. But I'm just tired of it. I have to say, I'm extremely tired of it. And many times during this journey, I have questioned if I even like his movies, like him as a person. Yeah. Oh, really? What do you hate about him as a person? Uh, his skin. <laughs> the color or the, like, the... The tint. The, the tint. It's so like green, greenish. yeah. <laughs> Just like his movies. <laughs> He's a green man. Do you think... I mean, his movies came out before The Matrix. Do you think his movies take place in The Matrix? <laughs> yes. I have often wondered that. If they're, like... Are his movies inside The Matrix? I hope so. It feels like it. They feel Matrixy. Like the game, mm. spoiler alert, <laughs> is a little absurd. Very. <laughs> but if it's inside of the Matrix, it's like, well, they can do fucking anything in the Matrix. Yeah, they can just go. <laughs> Maybe Sean Penn is a agent. Ooh. You ever think about that? I did think Michael? about that during this movie. I went. I think Sean Penn might be an agent. <laughs> <laughs> I know this doesn't apply to this movie or, like, anything, but... Hello, Mr. Van Orton. <laughs> That's a crazy name. Van Orton. It's a very uh, rich, like, rich person. <laughs> Nicholas Van Orton. I did think, like, while I was watching this, I was like, this could probably just be called Bored Rich People, the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, what do we do now with life? <laughs> uh, Let's spend... 
a few million dollars. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it would have to be a few million dollars, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, our kill donkey, Anna Sue Cool, said, IDK, I thought it was pretty realistic. And oh. since it's text, I can't tell if they're joking or not, but I'm going to go with, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> and we got served. I don't know how to tell you this, Michael, but that's a big oops that you got. Yeah. You just got oops. I got oops. Oops, you did it again. Oh, you know who got oops? Uh, Michael who? D. Michael Douglas. <laughs> Michael D. Douglas. Michael D. Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> More like Michael D. Uglies. Uh, okay. Before we get too deep, I got to talk about uh, some important things. <gasps> yes. One, we got a new review. <gasps> oh my gosh. Are you going to read there it? There was one that was really good and it was really long, and I won't read that one. <laughs> But it said many nice things, and I was so happy to see it. Ugh. And we love every review you write, yes. even even if it's this one, which was very cruel to both you and I, Michael. So here we go. Um, this was the review. Uh, this is the title, and then the text. Okay. The title was "John Burr is real good," and the text of the review was "Other people also host this podcast," <laughs> which is such a good burn. Oh, that's great. Because it's like a it's like a real it's not passive aggressive. Yes. But it's just like a real laid back burn. It's like <laughs> other people also, also host this yeah. podcast. <laughs> it's just they exist. But they don't add anything at all. No, what Jumper is real good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so know that going in. Mm-hmm. John Burr, one of three hosts of this, is real good. Real good. And if he is not on, you should probably yeah. stop watching, stop listening. and No. <laughs> no, Michael. Follow up. There are other people to host the show when he's not on. Oh, my gosh. You're right. <laughs> but we have no... Th- there's no opinions about them. But there are They are on people. there. <laughs> and I've never felt more honored than to be just another person. Ugh, it's nice. It's nice. <laughs> and every other area of my life, people are just like applauding me they're they're yeah. saying how great uh, i am you've done something so special <laughs> yeah. michael everything you do is Ugh. so wonderful and beautiful you are beautiful uh, a race i can tell i'm guessing i hope i hope i'm not speaking it up turn i hope it didn't make a big oops and say that you're a race when you're not a race no, i'm definitely if you're white that's okay uh, it's not a, not great we will take back this honor if you are half but we'll give you 40% of this honor. I think you should give me 50, at least 50%. Come on. We'll give you 51% oh, thank you. of this Velveeta gift card. <laughs> Good for Vel- any amount of Velveeta Ugh. at any store up to $10. $10 worth of Velveeta is a lot. This is perfect for me. When I sat down to watch the game, I cracked open yeah. my Velveeta box and <laughs> peeled open the aluminum casing and just started squeezing that tube into my mouth. Wow. It was great. I didn't know this podcast was going to be so sexy, <laughs> yeah. but it is. It is called Food Court, after all, and I'm guilty as charged. All right? Okay. Of food? Of food. <laughs> You're guilty of food. I'm guilty. Michael, we watched the game. Yes. Well, we watched the movie. I don't know movie. if we even mentioned that. We watched the movie, The <laughs> yeah. Game. Uh, we didn't watch like a sporting event. We watched a feature film mm-hmm. from 1997 called The Game. Yes. Uh, starring Mikey Duggs. Mm-hmm. He's in it. And Shawnee Penns. And other people. And other people. And um, <laughs> is there anybody else exciting? Oh, Deborah Unger. <gasps> Deborah Unger. Well, hey, Sean, I feel like we need to... 
to address something that the Kill Donkeys have just said. Is something already happened? Yeah. Um, okay. Gary Off the Grid, longtime friend and fan of the and show. Former, co- former co-host. Former co-host. You can go back and listen to us talk about Aladdin Ooh, and Dumbo. Dumbo. I was on that one. That's yep. great. But he said, nice tux. And I think that is the kind of energy we need to bring this show into whatever. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Whatever. Just uh, high gear. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, thank you so much. You're welcome. For saying that. On his behalf, you're welcome, Sean. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, we talked about it. We're talking about it. Let's talk about the game. Um, I'm going to do the plot. Please. Because I don't think I can even do it. And I know that if, if you tried to do it, Michael, it would be a real mess. Oh, a mess. Yeah, no. And I know that I will get about halfway through and go, wait, I don't think that happened then. At least 35 times. Because... <laughs> many scenes happen in many spaces, mm-hmm. but sometimes there are mirror scenes yes. in the same space, and sometimes there are like, okay, well, we're back at the place <laughs> we were before, but it's 10 hours later, and, and it looks different, and so there, just no going in. I will spoil a lot of things, uh-huh. and I will not get most of the details right, Perfect. but the main <laughs> plot is Nicholas Van Orton. <gasps> He is played by Michael Douglas, mm-hmm. and he is a rich bitch. Bored, <laughs> rich bitch. Yes, he's a rich girl. Um, he's a, just a bored, um, angry, lonely. But it's weird because he's he's like clearly very very angry, <laughs> but in like a very quiet way. Mm. He's just so disgusted by almost everyone around him except his housekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> like he's. He's like mildly nice to his housekeeper, but other than that, he's just so furious yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. He there's one point very early on where um, his secretary says, "No, wait, yes, yes." His secretary <laughs> says Elizabeth called, and then his assistant says, "Your wife," and he says, "I know who it is." <laughs> really good stuff. Yeah, but um, yeah, he's just a rich. A disaffected man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who is trying his best to feel nothing. He has, uh, through, I mean, a series of misadventures. Yes. His father killed himself <sighs> by jumping off of their house. Just right off, yep. The house which he, for some reason, still lives in. <laughs> I couldn't do which it. Which is, man, I could not. I'd be, especially if I was rich, I'd be way out of there. I'd be like, yeah. Please. And especially since it's like right, he like jumped off the top of the house into the driveway. Yeah. So like every time you're driving up the driveway, you're like, oh, there's this, there's the exact spot where my father jumped off this building and died. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really bad. Um, so, uh, and also his wife has left him. Mm. He's sad in general. Mm-hmm. He deserve he deserves to be left, but still. Still. And it is his birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> and people say happy birthday. And I tried to count, but I'm not sure I got there. I think he says thank you never. I don't think he ever once says thank you to anyone who says happy birthday. No, he just ignores he, it. Even the maid, yeah. he just like kind of yeah. goes and so happy birthday, happy birthday, Mr. Van Orton. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, ooh, I get a cake, cupcake. So what happens is uh, he is visited on his birthday by his wonderful brother Sean Penn, mm-hmm. uh, playing Cam. Conrad. Conrad, sorry. Conrad <laughs> Von Orton. Uh, Conrad Van Orton. Uh, 
<laughs> and um, his brother is the he's the redheaded stepchild. Mm-hmm. He is the black sheep of the family. He is the drug addict. Uh, he still smokes, <laughs> and he seems to be much younger yeah. than Michael Douglas. Seems like it. Like ten years younger, than probably him? eleven. I would say <laughs> maybe eleven yeah. years younger than him. But they um, they meet at lunch, and uh, you know Conrad's having a great time. Mm-hmm. He's happy. Uh, he gives his brother a present, which is a gift that is mysterious. It says CRS, which stands for something. I Christian don't remember. Christian Rock Services. <laughs> Stands for Conrad realizes stuff, and he just invites people over, and he says, "Hey, I'm Conrad. Uh, oh, I just, you know, I just realized stuff, and that's stuff." Uh, oh, wait, consumer? No. Oh, yeah, it's oh, recreational services. Uh, yes, cons- is it consumer recreational services? I'm gonna go with that. Customer? Consumer recreational services. It might be. If it isn't, we'll never know. <laughs> Um, actually, if it isn't, tweet at us at Food yes. Podcast. We love to hear when we're wrong, and I lo- and we're wrong a lot. And I also yes. love to interrupt you with um, an update from the Kill Donkeys. <laughs> oh, it's a hot, it's hot, hot time tonight. in the chat tonight. Anna Sukul said, "I wonder where she got the cupcake. Did she make a single cupcake? Did she take the remaining eleven back to her tiny house with her? <laughs> I hope so. All eleven <laughs> for dealing with him True. for and the family." Yeah. It seems like a probably pretty depressing family if, if there's like a very distant, sad old man who, that, like the one story she tells about him is how he, sometimes he would just be in a room and you wouldn't even notice that he was in the room. He's like so slight That's that crazy. he just did. It's like a crazy story. Dang. And, um, and then he kills himself and then you have to deal with his... A justifiably completely fucked up son. son. Yeah. And another even more fucked up. Or maybe actually maybe Conrad is fucked up in the exact right way. Like yeah. he goes super fucking crazy <laughs> on meth and then he cleans up eventually. Whereas his other brother has just completely denied all feelings. Yeah, repressed. And is like <laughs> me, I'm fine. I when I, every moment I drive home, I think about my father's death, but that's just that's fine. fine. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I, it's not <laughs> deeply troubling. All my memories are old-timey footage <laughs> yes. from an impossible perspective. It's awesome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. all that to say, she deserved those cupcakes, and I can yes. see her sitting in her little house, unwrapping yeah. each one. I said happy birthday to you. <laughs> and Maybe you- she froze ten of them, ate one of true, them. True, true. Can you unfreeze a cake? I don't want to <laughs> ask, and I don't want to know. I take it back. Okay, so let's get to this plot. Yeah. <laughs> um, he gets a gift. Uh, and right at this moment, and this is a great moment, mm-hmm. uh, we see what in a th- in any th- regular thriller would be like a spooky part where like people show up behind <laughs> Nicholas Van Orden. Yeah. You see like people in white come up behind him and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is this shit? And it is just people there to sing him happy birthday, mm. which is wonderful. Oh, it's great. Because he is like, of all people, we already know. <laughs> He is the last person on earth who wants to be recognized (laughs) for having his birthday. Like, he doesn't want people to look at him, Mm -mm. and he definitely doesn't want, like, seven people kind of poorly (laughs) singing happy birthday to him. And he hates- And it's so good. He hates surprises, which makes sense as well. (laughs) Yeah, he does hate surprises. Oh, man. This is the worst gift. (laughs) 
for him it, to give him a game that like completely upends his life pretty, is a really bad gift yeah. for him. So the game that he receives, uh, he has to go to this crazy building mm-hmm. and they take they give him a test. There's this dude uh, who is a goofball and he's like eating Chinese food and he's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um is that guy? It's the uh, it's that, that guy. guy. <laughs> James Rebhorn is Reb his Horn. name. I've seen him. He's kind stuff. of a skinny ball dude. He's like a he's one of those that guys yeah. where he's like he's definitely been in seventy five movies that I've seen, <laughs> but I don't remember which ones. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he he takes a bunch of tests mm-hmm. and they tell him, "Oh, you didn't get it. Sorry, you don't get to do it." Sorry. But later we find out that he actually is in the game and everything is part of the game. <laughs> Um, there's a weird clown, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of keys, you have to have the keys for some reason, and sometimes they fit in the holes and you can turn the key. Mm-hmm. And they kind of <laughs> abandon the keys eventually, but that doesn't matter, because it's not about, not entirely about plausibility, it's just about having a great time. Yeah, kind of. And, kind of, <laughs> kind of having, having a bad great time. Yeah. <laughs> um, he... Uh, let's say we're about probably 30 minutes in the movie now because he's been doing the game <laughs> and uh, he plays racquetball at some point. Yep. And you know what? This game is fucking weird. <laughs> Very. They have a lot of power and they are in his house. They can see him and the TV can talk to him. <laughs> uh, we don't know why or how, <laughs> yeah. but somehow the TV can talk to him. And... Um, and the game gets fucking weird, Michael. Mm-hmm. It sure does. It gets really weird. That uh, he gets a waitress fired, <laughs> and he follows her pretty much everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she somehow they end up uh, finding a sick man. He gets sick on the street yeah, in crazy. front of them, and they get taken to the hospital. And then the hospital turns out is just some CRS bullshit. It's, they turn off all the lights. It's spooky as hell. Everybody just runs away. Yeah, they run <laughs> That's away. Crazy. They run so fast that there's a wheelchair that slowly <laughs> wheels by, and then there's a stretcher that wheels, and it like hits something. It goes like thud against a wall. That's good. And uh, they find an elevator, <gasps> and the key turns on the elevator. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> and um, there's like a weird side plot. That and doesn't entirely make. S- I don't get why it's there entirely. Yeah, it's just a maybe a person to have another scene with. As <laughs> is the whole point, I guess. Um, there's this man named Bear who owns a publishing company, mm-hmm. and Nick has to fire him, even though he's doing pretty good. But he's not doing quite as good as he said he was. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nick is a evil capitalist. Yep, <laughs> and like most evil capitalists. He wants to destroy anything that is sweet and good in this world. And Bear seems very kind, uh-huh. even though he's very sinister in Eastern Promises. Ooh. He's very, very sweet in this movie. Um, and then, uh, as Nicholas is trying to hand him his papers to say, you are fired, uh, he finds out that his briefcase won't open. And this may actually be earlier. I don't remember. It is. Um, it is earlier. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> I knew, I knew that because all of it, the order of things happening is not necessarily important because uh-uh. <laughs> it's like not like they pile upon each other yeah. and begin to make more sense. Mm-mm. Like there is eventually rising uh, tension, 
because like eventually we get to guns and shit. Yeah, it gets but before crazy. that, it is like just weird shit happens, spooky shit. At some point, he's back at his house, right? Isn't that isn't <laughs> yep, that now? He gets there. Yeah, he, he gets back at his house, mm-hmm. and um, there's even more crazy shit at his house. Oh, it's nuts! Like blacklight shit, <laughs> and they play for some reason. There's like graffiti and blacklight shit, mm-hmm. but also. Uh, Jefferson Airplane, yeah, playing the White Rabbit song, which I like that song, but oh. I don't know how that fits into the general hip hop vibe. I guess they're just like these people are outlaws. <laughs> they're wild. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I will say that I, that singer is incredible, but no matter how low I turned down my TV, it was still too low. <laughs> it was just like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Grace something. Sorry. <laughs> I think her name is Grace. Sorry, Grace. Anyways. Grace? He's, okay. he's in the house. What happens next, Michael? He's like looking around the house and shit is fucked the fuck up. And yeah. he calls the police. Yes. And then you take over because I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what happens next. Okay, wait, no, no. Wait, no, I do know what happens <gasps> next. Tell me. They go down to CRS and we're like, we're going to shut your shit down, except there's nobody fucking yeah, there. Yeah, they moved out. <laughs> they moved out. <laughs> and then more crazy shit happens. I'm going to say next, <laughs> and I don't think this is true, but I'm going to say next, they get in a taxi cab mm. and it goes into the water oh, and he gets spelunked. That part is crazy. And he realizes that the the like name of the taxi company is CRS. CRS. I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> it's like, you guys... Your your ruse is silly. <laughs> Very. But they also picked the, the like most generic evil guy. It's like this dude who is in, oh, yeah. he's in Braveheart and he's in lots of things and he has these creepy yeah. uh, scars that look like a weird smiley face or almost like him almost makes him look like a kitty cat. Yeah. Or has like the like the weird kitty cat face. Kitty cat face. And he plays a bad guy in almost everything. Yeah, I've just because seen him. he has face scars. But you know, I'm, which is unfair. I'm glad he's getting work. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any. <laughs> I mean, I have like one face scar, but I'm not getting any yeah. Work. So, so more scars, please. Hollywood, if you're listening, I'm willing to disfigure my face. Just please let me be in the game too. Yeah. <laughs> Nick's back in action. He got the game, too. He got the game. <laughs> um, and he's underwater, mm-hmm. and he saves himself, Whew. because uh, earlier, for some reason, he kept his handle. Yep. That was in a thing. Um, <laughs> he meets... Oh, wait. We didn't talk about... I didn't talk about... This is my fault. Um, I didn't talk about this uh, waitress. Oh, yeah. Well, you talked about her, but you didn't go... A little bit. Yeah. He is into this waitress, and she is being sexy on purpose, Mm -hmm. and we know it's a trick. We can tell it's a trick. So she takes off her shirt. Who who on earth takes off their shirt if they're not trying to trick you? Ah, It's all a trap. No one I've met. If some lady, this is for anybody listening, (laughs) fellows, ladies, anybody in between, if someone takes off, if a lady takes off their shirt and they're wearing a red bra, it's a tr- you are part of an elaborate ruse, <laughs> yeah, and you need to not trust them. Yeah, but the thing, like, sort of the whole point of this of this game is that it's just a thousand double crosses. Yeah, like every new thing is a new thing. There's like, okay, wait, this waitress is part of it. Wait, she's just a small part of it. Wait, actually, she's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And um, 
after he gets out of the water, Ugh. does he go to her house? Is that what happens next? Um, yeah, but yeah, I think it's so. like a day yes. later. There's a lot. It's weird. The tension like rises and then just kind of like, okay, yeah. let me try to figure this out. <laughs> rises. Okay, yeah. let me try. <laughs> I think at this moment he goes to her house mm-hmm. and uh, he realizes that everything in her house is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> there's fake pictures. There's fake books. I mean, I don't honestly see the importance of making fake books yeah like okay one nobody reads (laughs) we already know that we're idiots we don't know how to read um two is it cheaper to buy like one quarter of a book than it is to buy an entire book it seems like buying the front of a bunch of books or like stapling a bunch of books together and then cutting the back half off is more work yeah, it seems... than just buying, going down to the used bookstore and buying a hundred books from their dollar bin and just tossing them yeah. on the shelf. I don't even think in movies they use that. I think they just use no. real books. <laughs> it's just real books. Uh, the entire movie is implausible. No, uh, it's. I mean, of course it is, but we we don't care. We're watching a movie. We love it. Oh, I was totally um, sucked in. I was like. <gasps> Oh, fuck. <laughs> there's no water? I will say, even though this is, there's all bullshit in this, but it's good. Yeah, it's good bullshit. It. Like, the one piece of really good bullshit is he sees the lamp smoking. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck is this fucking lamp smoking? And there's just a uh, sale tag on it. Yeah. It's just like a price tag that is slowly burning. And he's like, why would there be? He doesn't say this, but we think with him. Why would there be a, a price, price tag? tag? <laughs> it must be part of mm, the, the game, game. <laughs> the titular game. Uh, and then CRS starts shooting at. Oh, them. it's crazy! This is, it has gone really bad, and we've realized it's real fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get to the gas station. They have escaped. He and the and the hot lady, mm-hmm. who is bad or maybe not bad, we're still not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but we assume she's bad. Uh, she, <laughs> they're at the gas station, and all of his accounts have been drained. <gasps> or He's have talked they? to every. Ooh, <laughs> yes. Then we get to his cabin, and we we find out, or have they? <laughs> and then, as he's drugged, we find out they have been, but. Not the time before, yeah. but this time. <laughs> because as he was calling in the phone, he was saying his codes, and now they have his codes. Um, his codes. <laughs> and he's been drugged. Um, I will say, um, I this is probably way too early to get in my low main, but I'm, oh, I'm going to drop it in here right, right now because it's a quick one. <laughs> when he is drugged, mm-hmm. Uh, he like knocks over a table and a chessboard falls over and it just seems a little on the nose. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. why did he have to knock over a, a chessboard, chessboard in this movie called The Game? There's a game. So much. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he's drugged and he wakes up in Mexico. That was crazy. And, yeah, he wakes up dead in Mexico in a in a coffin. Who has? And um, he goes to the he goes to the consulate or the embassy. And they let him back in America because he has a gold watch. Oh my gosh, I'm just realizing it's a part of his grieving and letting go process because he has to let go of this watch that was tethering him to his father's memory. That was his father's watch, Oh my gosh. Heavy shit. I just put that together. (laughs) Really? The game is still afoot. The game is afoot. Uh, So, he's back in America. 
Um, and is this where he's figuring out shit again? Yeah, he. <laughs> yes. He's always figuring out shit. He finds. He's like, I'm. I'm a, a really great detective. <laughs> Um, I'm going to find out where that guy was who was eating Chinese food. And he told me where the Chinese food was, and I'm going to the Chinese food place. And luckily, he is a he's an actor who's been on one commercial, so his picture is on the wall. And he grabs the picture. He calls their agent. He They lead him to a zoo. Really bad agent. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening, oh, uh, my are. agent, don't tell anyone where I am. Where I with am. my family. Yes. Uh, and he and uh, Nicholas holds a gun up to this man who's with his kids, <laughs> and the kids miraculously disappear. We don't know where they go. My guess is that Nicholas has shot them both in the head in front of this man. Um, and so they go to CRS, uh-huh. which is in the same building but on a different floor. Brilliant. Which is a good bit. Brilliant. Really good bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go. And and uh, Fincher talks about this in the commentary, but they go into this cafeteria, which is, which feels like Blazing Saddles, because yeah. it's one of there's like everybody in the movie is in this it's cafeteria, and there's like a construction worker, and like everybody from the village people is in there. It's just like They're every character out. is in there, <laughs> hanging out, smoking, um, and uh, and they all look up, and w- one guy gets scared and runs away, which is the right thing to do. <laughs> And um, everybody else is just kind of dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. And once again, people shoot at them. He he finds the lady again because the lady is really, he's most mad at her because yeah. she's, she's caused the most trouble in his life. Mm-hmm. And um, they get shot at. They get quotes shot at. Yes. Mm, who know. knows? Are they real bullets? And, uh, are they? But we don't know. <laughs> and um, they somehow end up on a roof. We don't know how, but they run away and they end up on a roof. And you know what happens then? Uh-uh. I didn't watch the uh, movie. <laughs> they realized that this gun is real. Is, is a non-the game gun. Every other gun is like the game gun. Yeah, and she. Flips. We don't know. Earlier, he shoots a gun and it blows out a tire of a car, and weren't. There's no way to explain how one and and one. <laughs> listen, I don't even care how those are different. Um, but he's got a special gun that is his own gun mm-hmm. that they didn't that they. Quote, didn't find, wink. And um, she's like, don't shoot. Please don't shoot me, especially. But also don't shoot anybody coming behind that door because it is your brother. And this is your birthday celebration. And uh, so just get ready for this shit. Mm -hmm. And you're going to love it. So just even if you waited seven seconds to shoot, just to look at the person (laughs) and go, is that my brother or not? I always like. The best thing to do. Anytime I'm a, I have a gun and I'm in that kind yes. of situation, I always at least see who I'm killing. It's just important. Yes. For other reasons. This is, do like a reverse policeman <laughs> where instead of just shooting the moment you see any person <laughs> at all mm-hmm. that you think might potentially <laughs> be yeah. a slightly scary to you just at all. To even just take just a breath. Don't shoot them. Yeah, just even go... <sighs> And then, then shoot them. Kill, kill that unarmed person. <laughs> um, and uh, who, you, you know who comes out from behind that door? Don't tell me it's Sean Penn with a champagne bottle. It is bottle. Sean Penn with a champagne bottle. And he gets shot in the damn stomach. Oof. And he dies. Straight up. And Mikey Duggs is sad. Yeah. <laughs> as you would be if you killed your own brother. 
even if you are the type of man who tries to push away your feelings, mm-hmm. this has been a rough time, and you are finally able to access your feelings. Yeah, because he's snapped. Fully. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah, completely snapped. And he says, you know what? This is it. Like father, like son. I'm going to do a little swan dive <laughs> off the top crazy. of this building. And so he does. Mm-hmm. And um, the swan dive is a big euro. It's one of my favorite beautiful parts. beautiful scene. It's beautiful. He's like floating down. The building is very green. It kind of reminds me of the opening of North by Northwest. Ooh. Kind of saw bass, like lines, lots of like pointy lines. And he's ding, ding. floating by the lines. He sees memories of his dad yes. and him. He sees, yeah, oh, really depressing time. <laughs> and um, he... he he luckily <laughs> hits like the quarter inch of spot uh, to safely hit uh, a big bag, a big like a uh, I don't know what those are even called. Inflatable thing. Yeah, inflatable <laughs> things that catch you when you jump off a thing. Bags. Yeah. Um, and he is safe. And it's breakaway glass. Yes, it's breakaway glass. And they sweep it off him gently. <laughs> Spike Jones, director Spike Jones, is there sweeping, uh, asking to get his pulse. Yeah, I didn't realize he's there. That's funny. Yep, just fresh off of whatever weird like skate video <laughs> yeah. he directed. He was like, "Okay, let me get in this film, feature film." Sure. It's probably he probably like took off the old lady makeup from Jackass, <laughs> and then just immediately walked into the show. Mind if They're I? Like, I mean, <clears throat> mind if I sweep some glass off? <laughs> <laughs> and it all turns out oh wait no this is a great bit the uh conrad comes back up he is in fact not dead He's not dead and um he has a shirt that says uh wait what does it say it's i got drugged and left in mexico for dead and all i got was this lousy t-shirt yeah, something like that funny. it's like too many words for the shirt but like the just right amount of too many words it's pretty funny it's good. It's a good bit, and um, and for some reason, this is okay. And I I will ask this as a discussion Ooh. discussion question. Are we discussing in this episode? We should, right? <laughs> I guess. So. I mean, we're we're like halfway through, and we, we've only plotted, but we can discuss. Okay. There is a lot of plot. There is, and you have to give that to me. I will. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so he um he has. Committed suicide, effectively. Yeah, it's insane. Michael, if you <laughs> were driven to suicide, Oof. and then it turns out you hadn't committed suicide, oh wow! would it take you a minute and a half to stop crying, or would it take longer than that? Oh, my. I, I'll answer first, uh, give you a second <laughs> to think. For me, if I was driven to suicide, I probably would not be happy that fast no (laughs) but i will say this uh, i've heard many times that like many people who have attempted suicide but survived have gone like during the act have Mm -hmm. gone oh no i really fucked up i shouldn't have tried to kill myself so it is possible that as he was jumping he went Mm, this was not a good this idea. Is, yeah. And when he survived, he went, okay, this this actually worked out well. But I think, and this is, I will let you also respond, I think I would be like, 
I'm pissed off at everybody in this fucking room. Oh. Why did you put me through this bullshit? I think I would full on have one of those, like, you see them on the internet type, like, people would have pulled, they didn't have phones back then like this, but if they did, people would have been recording me having a full, just hysterical scream, cry, like, not, my sense of logic would have left my body and just, I would have been lost in chaos. And I don't think I would have enjoyed the party. But I don't think I would. If they broke out a cheesecake, <laughs> okay, mm. I'd be fine. <laughs> okay. This is a follow-up thought. Uh-huh. Sometimes when you have been pranked, and I've never been pranked this well, mm. but sometimes when I have been pranked and scared or like spooked or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, I go, ah, I've been got <laughs> yeah. and I had a great time. Uh. And maybe this is just like a really extreme version of that. And I guess that is sort of the point yeah, of the story is that this is a really extreme version of that. And it it like unlocks all of your hidden potential yes. or something. Um, it, but maybe I would just go, okay, now I feel great. <laughs> yeah, I feel good now. <laughs> I'm not sure that I would, but yeah, it's maybe I would. Tough. The kill donkeys have weighed in a bit. Ooh, okay. Um, Anna Sue Cool says, seems like therapy would have been cheaper yeah he should have definitely been seeing someone since when he was little probably yes um uh especially as a rich person like okay poor people shouldn't see therapists because they can't afford it and yeah they deserve to be miserable forever but rich people he could have had a team yeah around the clock (laughs) yeah at the very least I mean, a man like that should be getting regular massages that are, even if they are not unlocking something mentally, they are physically, like, so much of your mental tension, like, manifests itself in physical tension. And if you get, like, a nice massage, even even that will unlock some of your pain in the brain. Yeah. Pain in the brain. (laughs) Pain in the brain. In pain in in the the brain. brain. And, uh, Michael. uh, Oh, Oh, go ahead. Before we go, Chad Ryden, our resident kill dog, he he said he would have been shaken for a while, but he said somebody told him the game gives you what you need. And at different points, Mm. he thought that he needed empathy, humility, gratitude to be self-reliant and an appreciation for his brother and life in general. And he thinks he got that. And I agree. I think it worked out. (laughs) I mean, yeah. He he ultimately <laughs> got the things that he wanted. Yeah, in the end. No, he ultimately got the things that maybe he didn't know he wanted, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I don't think he was sitting around going, "Wow, I really need to be nicer to my ex-wife." But <laughs> yeah. she seems great. She seems like a real sweetheart, and uh, he should be nice to well, her. Well, yeah, well, when she calls, he's, like, weird, because he doesn't want to talk to her, but he's also like, huh, you've almost missed it this time. Like, he's almost, like, yeah. mad that she called late. Yeah. It's kind of... Oh. Oh, so you're calling me, which I don't want you to do, and you almost didn't. Hmm. <laughs> uh, pretty weird, isn't it? That's weird. That you did that. <laughs> yeah, well... I don't know why I do this. Yeah, uh, me neither, but also you almost missed it. <laughs> yeah. Michael? Yes, sir. I think I've told the entire plot. No, I haven't told the entire <laughs> plot. I forgot about the uh, the even one more twist, <gasps> the very end twist ending. Yes. Uh, he goes to talk to this lady who just... She's got him all the way. She got him. The moment he saw that red bra, he was like, "I like this. Yeah. I don't know what a, I don't know what it is about this lady, but I just like yeah, her." Yeah, there's something. Uh, of her. Could it be? Could it be the fact that she took her shirt off the almost the moment we met? I don't know. Could be. And so he follows her to a taxi cab, 
and she invites him to go to the airport and have a cup of coffee. And you know what happens then, Michael? The movie ends? No. Jefferson Airplane begins (gasps) to play again. And we say to ourselves, is the game even over? (gasps) (laughs) What what if when Sean Penn was signing that... (laughs) He was signing a new game. <laughs> the game, too. You just got gamed. Yeah. Um, Michael, yes, give me your euros, please. Oh my you, gosh. Said, you told me that you have a thousand. Yeah, this is Lay them all probably the most euros I ever had. I just like the... First, I'll say this. Did you like this movie? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was a oh, blast. Good. It is so... Okay. You have to completely buy into this Oh yes. company has full control over reality. <laughs> yes. I think there. I think there is... Other than a few really crazy parts, yeah. there is some amount of believability in a lot of it because a lot of times he is being led places. True. Like through most of the beginning, he is following this girl to different places. Yes, yes. Like she is like, well, you have to get up there. Oh, well, just, hey, follow me. Like he keeps following her because he, I mean, I guess they found out in the in the profile, like he will just follow people. <laughs> I don't know how they found that Somehow. out, but he will just absolutely follow anyone down any alleyway yeah and so he follows her almost anywhere he goes and also there are so many situations where the only option is to go in a certain direction True. where it's like if someone's shooting at you <laughs> have to go this way. and there's one door you go well i better run towards that door yeah. and also she's the only one who knows where this building is and how it <laughs> how it is laid out so i have to follow her yes um so i will yes Go on. Yes, it's tricky, but for a movie, you go, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who cares? When it's the main they, premise of the movie. <laughs> they've got $5 million. You can do a lot of shit with $5 million. It's true. I really wonder. I would like to, if anyone's out there and just wants to donate $5 million to Food Court Movie Podcast, we will gladly yeah. accept, and we will see if we can recreate this yeah. for that price. We will use $20,000... <laughs> To try to recreate the game, we just go, uh. and we will, we will, we are good people, and we will save. Yes, we will each. We will not give John any of the money because he is not on this episode, and he does not deserve it. Sorry. So Michael and I will split two million each. Yeah, and the remaining um, nine hundred thousand. Wait, nine nine million? No, no, nine <laughs> Nine hundred eighty thousand or so. Yeah, yeah. And the remaining then nine hundred eighty thousand, we will um, blow. <laughs> like we're just gonna get wild and just f- fuck around. It's gonna be buy great. Shit we don't even need. Ma- I'm gonna buy a bespoke Whoa. suit. I just hope I meet a lady with a red bra. That's all I want. I don't even have yes. to see it. But if Michael, knowing she has it. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this. Uh huh. Actually, I do know how to tell you this. Just very directly, uh-huh. if you have whatever half of $980,000 is, um, like $200,000, you can easily purchase a woman with a red bra <laughs> or rent one. Um, and re- oh, I'm talking really top shelf yeah. woman with a red bra. Oh. Clean. Well, <laughs> totally clean. Yeah, I mean, you could probably rent and free them from that life of being rentable. Yes. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Um, of course. I just want to be friends or, with them, you know. Or 
she could be a sex worker. She could be proud of it, and, and it would be fine to rent her. Yeah, that's um, true. That's just for the true. night, or for a few nights, maybe like once a week. A life, just a life. A wor- work it out. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna work. We'll work it out. Oh yeah, we're gonna be working. <laughs> tell me your faves, Michael. Please tell me all of your beef lamb euros. Okay, of this picture. I'm getting a lot of euros from the kill donkeys, but already we get to go okay. first. It's our. Yeah. <laughs> This is our fucking show. Yeah. Hey, John Burr is great, and the other people are hosts. Yeah, we're the other hosts. Other people also host this podcast. Well, okay, there were lots of Euros, and there were also lots okay. of other moments in this movie, but I'm only talking on about me. the Euros. All right, the look on Michael Douglas's face when the servers start singing Happy Birthday behind him. There's just like a yes. wide shot of him staring at yes. his brother. It's like yes. so funny. A lot of this movie felt like almost borderline slapstick, like funny. Yes. And I really like that about, I love the idea yeah. of like a slick, like thriller, but then it's just like goofy as heck. It's like really Yeah, he's great. like throwing his briefcase at one point and stomping on it. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it gets pretty silly. It's great. Another year as... He gets, like, blue on his shirt, like his oh, pen ink, yeah. explodes, and he gets blue on his shirt, and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, it gets pretty silly. And when they jump into the trash cans, yes. and then he gets out, and he's like, uh, table for two. <laughs> <laughs> table for two. It's, it's so really creepy. good. But it yep. works, because Michael Douglas, it just, it's, yeah, it's he's good. good. Um, uh, he's good. A lot, uh, just uh, the lighting again. I think the lighting was beautiful, yeah. and the editing. I think this had my favorite editing of any of his movies. Wow, I don't know who the editor was, or if it's a, I don't remember. He uses a lot. But I'm looking it up as you speak. It was my favorite. It was like a lot of David Fincher felt feels more like rapid, maybe to me, maybe just mm. Fight Club. I don't know, but this had a lot of like slow, like fades and weird stuff like i love the slow-mo racquetball scene and like all the different yes it's just cool it gets you into his like mental kind of isolation it was cool film editing by james haygood congratulations hey. also <laughs> cinematography by harris savitas james hey hey james you did hey good um <laughs> in this hey jealousy yeah. um there's just some great lines like one of my favorite lines the uh <laughs> in the ambulance and the siren's mm-hmm. going off and he goes is the siren entirely necessary yes yeah yeah first he goes uh is he breathing <laughs> and then he says is the siren all he cares is like can you turn that yeah, off please. please it's so good okay it's i'm great. gonna drop in a euro oh, pl- in the middle yeah, we should mix let's mix some euros mm-hmm. <laughs> um one in the <gasps> opening uh-huh. this is probably my most favorite the is like this kind of fake super eight mm-hmm. opening of the movie. Oh yeah. Um one really good thing about it is that the dad looks a lot like Michael Douglas. Yes. It's I mean he has kind of the same nose Ugh. which is like a very specific Michael Douglas nose. It's and wild. he has kind of pointy and it looks a lot like him. Mm-hmm. And then uh, at the end of the of this kind of flashback slash memory slash b- movie um, the dad like walks into the house, but the way it is lit, he it's like really washed out in the front. Mm. So as he walks in the house, he just like walks into blackness. Yeah, and you just go, oh no, something's going. I down. don't feel good about this. <laughs> yeah. um, but my most favorite part Ooh. of probably the whole movie Dang. is right at the beginning. In this sequence, there's like a piano piece by Howard Shore, oh, wow. who his, who did the music for this, and he did the Lord of the Rings, and he did a bunch of Whoa. soundtracks for like David Cronenberg movies, Dang. which are just wonderful. That's awesome. Like his music for Scanners is just unbelievable. Always good stuff. 
Um, and the thing I love about it, maybe most of all, and a thing I sort of wish there was maybe a little bit more mm-hmm. of throughout the movie, is that it's like really emotional. Yeah. Like the music is really nakedly sad and emotional. And a lot of the music and a lot of the movie is not emotional. Yeah, exactly. It's sort of like, I mean, because the main character is not emotional, that is sort of the the way mm-hmm. that we see the movie is sort of through his uh, lack of feeling towards <laughs> all things. But it is nice. And also, I think necessary, especially for the ending, for him to have like that beginning mm. which is this nakedly sad emotional thing with his dad and there's that really sad i mean even if it was in a different movie or it was played in different parts of the movie mm-hmm. might be a little too much true but like the fact that is like the first things we're introduced to we're not really sure what's happening just this really sad beautiful piano part i love it yeah it's great i just love it so much <laughs> and i think Without that piano, I mean the the Super Eight fake Super Eight stuff really sells it. But mm-hmm. I think without that piano, the ending doesn't work. Yeah, I th- I think if we don't have that sad piano at the beginning, we don't even understand his emotion at the end. Exactly, because like he is so emotionless for so long <laughs> that I think if he like finally snaps at the end. We might go, I don't quite understand this. But I think, for me at least, the that, like, oh, this is a deeply, deeply sad person who will not face it. Like, that is what where it is sold to me is in that piano part. Yeah. It's just like, this person just will never, ever get in touch with the horrible, horrible feelings they have. And they've, like, stewed themselves <laughs> yeah. in the house and everything <laughs> They have the watch. Yeah. Just like everything in their life is a reminder of their dead dad. It's crazy. And it's just fucking awful. And it's like, and th- yeah. It's so cathartic at the end. It's just like, yes. <laughs> yes. It's wild. He like became. Euro me, dad. Michael. Oh, okay. Euros. Uh, not, nothing sad, but. Um, <laughs> oh, lay some sad <laughs> just stuff on. A lot of good bits. Um, okay. I love when they're like, they're trying to get away from the CRS earlier on in the movie, the first like chase. Yeah. And it's right before the trash can scene. One of his shoes gets eaten by the dog. Yes. And he goes, well, there goes $1,000. <laughs> and she's like, your shoes cost $1,000. <laughs> he just says, that one did. <laughs> that one did. <laughs> so $2,000 shoes. That's Actually, it cost 2300 <laughs> The The left one is just 1000 yeah. because that's easier. And his right foot, he's got like kind of a weird hammer toe. Yeah. So that one is $1,300. <laughs> Uh, um, and I'm gonna slip in with a funny please, one. Please. This is my. This is another euro. Um, <laughs> he uh, is talking about his his ex wife's new husband, and he says uh, he's a pediatrician or a gynecologist <laughs> or a pediatric gynecologist, <laughs> which is just an incredible line. Yeah. So good. I think this had some of my favorite lines of like. It's funny anything. as fuck. It's like a, all of. I mean, we've realized it more and more. All of his movies are pretty funny, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially considering most of them are about like murders yeah. and like the worst parts of people's lives. But they're very funny <laughs> exactly. and they deserve a lot of a lot of uh, joy. It reminds us to not sweat the small stuff and to Don't laugh at our stuff. crises. Lay <laughs> <laughs> um, another year on me, Michael. There's a great bit where um, he goes to this hotel and he finds all these like 
Polaroids of like him have him yes. having sex with a red broad woman. Mm, wink. More than one woman can wear a red bra, but he assumes that it's yeah, the other lady. I would too. I mean, yeah. Um, and then a, a housekeeper starts opening the door and he <laughs> runs and it's just like this perfect perspective from the peephole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he like slams the door and she goes flying. <laughs> she flies across the room. I was room. like, holy shit. <laughs> but I love that part. I was like, that's really good. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm sneaking in please with another one. Sneak. Um, the wait, what is his name again? <laughs> I, I found his name earlier. Oh yeah, James Rebhorn, mm-hmm. the guy, the the goofball who is taking all of his information in CRS right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a back and forth about. Oh, what is the word they have back and Ooh. forth about? Um, I don't remember. The silly guy says the wrong word. I don't remember what a word it is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> What's important is uh, that uh, that Nicholas corrects him, and then the goofball says, "Oh, I forgot. You're a left brain word fetishist." <laughs> uh, he gets him so good. He gets him so good. Okay, That's go ahead, really Michael. Good. Okay, I'm gonna skip ahead. I, I I have two left. I don't want to take a million. So you do two more, and I'll do two more. Okay, Is that too many. No, that's perfect. I love okay. when he's he just met with his ex wife, <laughs> and he's leaving, and he goes, <laughs> "Can I borrow your yellow pages?" And it just rips it off. Yes, the phone. It's so funny to me, Michael. I'm gonna blow your fucking <gasps> mind. Blow me. That was one of my last two. <laughs> so we shared one of the last two. Wow, and that's beautiful. Well, I've- this is my. Now, I guess, last one. Dang. Um, During, he, okay, so at some point, and this is a part I didn't even mention, in the middle, Conrad uh, has found his brother. Oh, yeah. And he's telling him that CRS is fucking him over, and he's fucking everybody over, and they're evil, and uh, you gotta watch out, and they're gonna steal your money, and they stole all my money, and I paid him, and I paid him more to stop! Um... You, you don't just stop pointing that gun at my dad. Um, and he, uh, so they're they're out in the street. They've gotten a flat tire, mm-hmm. CRS flattens tires, yeah. and um, they are arguing on a big, beautiful stair stairway mm-hmm. stairwell outdoor. Uh, and they're yelling at each other about their past, mm-hmm. about uh, how Sean Penn slash Conrad wishes that. Uh, he was just accepted by his brother, and he's like, "You never, ah, I did drugs." <laughs> and uh, and Mikey Nick Douglas Van Orden says, eh, "That's not fair." They're yelling at <laughs> each other, and um, a man comes out and uh, looks at them, and Sean Penn yells at him, "Get back in your fucking house!" <laughs> That's just fucking yeah. amazing. It's so good. It's fantastic. Those are all my euros. Wow. I have many more, but I'm just going to do one last one. You can lay, you can lay even, since I <laughs> abandoned one of mine, you can lay two more. Okay, on. I'll give you two more and I'll do them extremely fast. And then I swear we'll do the kill donkeys. They don't have to be fast. Okay, I'll go extremely slow. Go really slow. <laughs> My next <Earth>. year. <laughs> the game. Um. Okay. Uh, <laughs> There's just he's like losing it, and he's like yes. forcing the actor guy to drive him into CRS and yes. figure things out. And he's like under this like blanket or something in the back seat with a gun, and he just looks insane. And the guy's like says something about like we can't get your money back. And he goes, and Michael Douglas goes, I don't care about money. I'm pulling back the curtain. I want to meet the wizard. <laughs> 
was like, this is amazing. This is really so good. good. I think his performance is like fantastic because he like ah oh, he's so good. He plays buttoned up really well, and then he just like comes yeah. apart it, uh, amazingly and then falling down oh uh, yeah and he did fall down in this movie off a building yes and speaking of that <laughs> they should have called this movie falling down, down. <laughs> well it would have been a little bit on the nose but yeah <laughs> <laughs> somebody needs somebody needs to photoshop that yes yeah. <laughs> just the cover falling down yeah okay again um and my last one has to do with that. It's the actor guy <laughs> after he's fall yes. through he fell through the glass window yes. and he's like up and he realizes it's a game. <laughs> the actor guy comes up and he goes, Thank God you jumped. Otherwise I was supposed to throw you off. <laughs> so that's amazing. <laughs> I like that. And that's what that is a good bit because it it places everything else in a bit of relief where mm. you go, Okay, the reason it worked out is because there were there was a backup plan yeah. for each plan exactly. But, I mean that's it's good enough. If you go, this is absurd. I don't understand it <laughs> or whatever. Well, actually, there's a backup. <laughs> what you don't know is that there was a backup yeah. plan. So even if it seems ridiculous, well, that's because there was a backup plan, <laughs> and we don't know why or how they did all of it. But that doesn't matter. <laughs> it never matters. It's a movie. It's a game. <laughs> Oh, would you tell me some of the Kill Donkey's most faves? Yes. So the- it sounds like they've got a lot of... First of all, <laughs> I want to say, Kill Donkey's, Ugh. The, those listening at home and those watching us live, thank you so much. We we it, treasure your uh, response. It makes it so much fun. It's like it's like we're all hanging out. We all watched a movie together. It's like we have a little club going on here. We got we got ourselves a book club, but for movies. Yes, we may not have our star host, but the two lesser f- <laughs> are still here <laughs> to yes. comfort you. Um, the hosts who merely exist, <laughs> they take up space, uh, they move forward through time. Well, I have to say, I like both of us better than John. And anyways, <laughs> so I didn't write that review. <laughs> Um, and whoever did should die. Um, no, 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 just kidding. Um, JK, JK. It's a game. It was a five-star review, yeah. so we we don't want them to I die. I guess. Well, they already wrote the five-star yeah, review. Yeah, now so. who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. JK, JK, JK. Euros from the Kill Donkeys. Chad Ryden said, okay. my favorite stuff, smashing his briefcase, toilet overflowing, yes. and cab yes. into river. All great. Okay. Okay. Um, one thing. Actually, two things. Uh, there are at least a few uh, references to like classic paranoid thrillers. Mm-hmm. D- Fincher is a big uh, Alan J. Pakula fan. Like uh, All the President's Men is one of his favorite movies, and so there are references to Pakula, and there are references to uh, Cop- mm-hmm. Coppola in this. When the toilet overflows, there is a very similar moment where like a bloody towel <laughs> is thrown in a toilet in the conversation, like a bloody. Uh, toilet overflows and in um the parallax view a pakula movie there's like early when um nick is watching this these weird ass movies at crs (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that just like says orgasm and then shows the lady's lips and then shows like a cobra Uh attacking there's a very similar movie that um that is being watched in parallax view i loved it i thought that was great so if you enjoy the game (laughs) Check out All the President's Men, check out The Conversation, check out Parallax View. 
I just choked on some stuff. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's why. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be checking. Give us out. more euros from the boys okay. and the girls All right. and the people Last and the folks. Euro from the Kill Donkeys is Anna Sue Cool said, favorite part, and maybe the part that made me realize the movie was going to be totally silly is when she says she's not wearing underwear, even though she was yes. at work wearing a skirt and later she was wearing a bra. Yeah. I like that part too. I was like this this is a good part for a few reasons. <laughs> One, it is a funny joke. Mm-hmm. A two, like almost everything, it might be bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but also, three, maybe this is some kind of fucking weirdo who's not wearing underwear but is wearing a bra. We don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> Five. This is one of the weirdest parts about it. She is wearing a red bra with a white <laughs> button-up shirt, and there's just no way on earth that this red bra is not seen through it. It's just just <laughs> humanly impossible. Yeah. I'm sh- is just the the most impossible thing. I'm sure in those is, scenes she had a reg- like a white bra, on, and then later she must have. They, that's what I that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> the whole time I was like, "There's no way." Okay, red. There's bra. no way. Really? <laughs> just rewinding. Just yeah. Like, where's the? Oh yeah, she's wearing a red bra. Yeah. How come I can't? Can see we it. magnify that? <laughs> yes, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make a million dollars just uh, doing that as a video. Um. Well, I was watching the game, and actually, there's no way she was wearing a red bra because there's a white shirt, and you would have seen the red bra. <laughs> the shirt and i'll get 50 million views and it all uh man it's gonna be so stupid yeah it's gonna be great fucking stupid (laughs) um michael yeah we are nearing the end you can feel it we've talked about we've talked about all our favorite things Mm -hmm. we got to talk about our low mains i i have already told you my main one yeah and it and it but my general low main for (gasps) the movie is I kind of wish that I liked him more. Yeah, true. <laughs> and it's one of the things that maybe puts it a little bit lower on my Finch ranking. That's true. Is that I care about what happens to him in a general sense, as in, like, it is exciting to watch. I like this movie, and I like learning about these new things, and I like that more and more mm-hmm. things happen to him, and they are sometimes increasingly insane. And I like the way that is all put together, but I don't like him very much, uh-uh. except for except for a few moments. Yeah, I like him and when he's crazy. Yes, <laughs> yes, I like him when he's crazy. And I guess by the end, and maybe this is maybe this is by by design because of the fact that he is inherently unlikable. <laughs> like he's just like a kind of a piece of shit. He's like rude to all waiters and waitresses. He's like just really rude to everybody. So maybe him being unlikable is built in. Mm. It's like part of what makes the movie the movie, but it it makes it a little bit harder for me to care about what happens to him. Yeah, it's just like uh. I mean, there's some inherent caring because of like, oh, this is an exciting thrill ride mm. and they're taking me through different things, but I don't necessarily care that it's happening to him specifically. Yes. Until closer to the end when like he opens up a little bit and you go, okay, all right, I get it. Yeah. I get why he's sad. Uh, <laughs> but yes, that other than that, it's just like, that's probably my main d- thing that yeah. I don't like about the movie. It's just like, 
I don't feel much attachment to it emotionally. <laughs> I'm not like, oh wow, this this makes me feel a lot of things. It makes me feel no things. Yeah, I, it, I, which is interesting because maybe since he's so cut off, we and we're yeah. seeing it through his view. Maybe that's why yeah. we feel like kind of detached yeah. from it. But uh, that may be it true. Could be a cop out as well. <laughs> um, and and sort of one of the reasons that I love the kind of like overtly sad music at the beginning yeah because it is like this is a moment when i feel (laughs) a lot Mm -hmm. like because it is so it just the combination of the way the footage looks and the way the music is played and like the way he disappears into the darkness is like this is like pretty intense sad stuff and it makes it feel something and then i i don't feel anything really until the very end like the that catharsis i begin to feel again but it takes a long time yeah absolutely yeah, uh, yeah, it's tough. I would agree with that. He was—he's not a very likable at all. But it also works. My yeah. main thing—I don't need to like him. Yeah, exactly. To enjoy the it movie, it still works. It maybe works yeah. better. Who knows? Yes, I would. If it was someone, if it was someone I liked, it. it <laughs> I don't know. It'd probably just be North by Northwest or something where it's <laughs> yeah. like there's just crazy shit happening to someone who's really handsome and witty. Yeah. And that's fun, but a different movie. Also, I mean, this could be very bad, but just with real life, I can never engage with a rich character in anything. No. I'm like, uh, you're fine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, your you're dad good. committed suicide? Well, uh, just give yourself, I don't know, anything. <laughs> give yourself, you can buy literally anything. Yeah. You could buy You'll a new dad. Fine. You were saying yes. how you can buy, um, rent women. I'm sure you can rent yeah. dads. There you must rent be. some old guy to hold you <laughs> yeah. and say, you know, son. It's okay. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I jumped <laughs> off the front of the house. First thing I got to tell you, son, just sell this house. Stop living here. Yeah. It's it is self-flagellation. It's tr- you're torturing yourself, mm-hmm. and there's no reason to do it. I don't ha- I don't care about this house. I mean, it's just like a it's just a house that you buy when you're rich to like prove that you're rich. It's just a big house. <laughs> Go buy some other house. Yeah. You live in San Francisco. You can buy literally any other any house. other. Ten million dollar house because every house costs ten million dollars in San Francisco. So just go do it, son. I love you. Yes, yeah, sell that house, get even more money, get even more rich. Thank you. <laughs> um, but my other thing is just, I think you kind of touched on it. Like some scenes felt a little kind of like I don't know why this is. I mean, I guess they're to show you more. Like he's awful. He's firing this guy. He's yes, not great, but. I always have a bit of a problem with length in these movies. I'm like, yeah, because they're fun and exciting, but there's always bits where I'm just like, right, like I'm comfort. <laughs> I, I get into the movie. This is fun, but okay, I get it. Let's wrap it. <laughs> hey, uh, David, mm, let's uh, speed it up a little bit. The worst was Benjamin Button. Nothing will ever be. I was like, yes. please, just end this nightmare. Um, nothing. Nothing's <laughs> worse. Nothing's worse. But uh, my last one is the opening credits just have aged pretty rough. They were pretty goofy. <sighs> yeah, the opening credits are like uh, puzzle pieces <laughs> crackling and coming apart. Just put text on a black screen. It works. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Fincher was and maybe remains just a fan of... <laughs> Opening credits that are kind of silly. Yeah, I guess so. He just likes them. I get it. It works in seven. The seven uh, of creepy. the ridiculous opening credits are probably the best. Yeah, they're but freaky. These ones mm. and the fucking 
a fight club. We're flying through a cell. I hate the girl with the dragon tattoo, and I was like, "This is oh yeah, goofy." Um, okay, it's. I love I love that it's so bad. It's, it's kind of the same feeling, but the opposite feeling is like, this is the worst song, and these are the worst opening credits. But for some reason, I love it. <laughs> That's great. Well, um, we had one more um, low main from the Kill Donkeys. Oh, okay. Tad Ryden said he couldn't wrap his head around why he would bring the clown in his house. He was like screaming at the screen, like, "If you have creepy shit in my yard, I'm not dragging a gross, weird Trojan horse into my home." Which yes. I agree. I was like, I would never. A clown face down, like my dad was, would yeah. never. <laughs> I'd be like, uh-uh, I'm not even touching that. Yeah, this seems like a I'm gonna call the police immediately situation. Yeah, especially if you're like some rich white guy, you'd be like, "Oh God, what if there's a black guy under there? Oh fuck, I gotta." <laughs> I gotta call the cops fast. What if this is a trap <gasps> by the liberals and they're trying to sneak into my house Probably. and take and take taxes, tax cuts? <gasps> they're, trying to, they're trying to take away money f- from my billions of dollars yeah. and let me leave oh, me with no. only billions of dollars. Ooh, I did think I wanted to put Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk through this game so that yes. they could like. Oh my gosh! Okay, I gotta bring this up. Elon Musk tweeted like. You know, it's actually really hard to, like, do stuff with your money. Are you dumb? <laughs> I mean, clearly not, but it's like, you can yeah. literally just give your money away. It's so easy. It's so easy to do stuff with your money. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you're listening, so easy. sorry, but you are no longer Kill Donkey Elon Musk. Unless you Hey, donate. Elon Musk, <laughs> if you're listening, you can... You can solve <laughs> hunger in America for, like, a few billion dollars. Yeah, like, literally... <laughs> You can solve it for like a few billion dollars. So just do it. Just give, yeah, just give, just spread a few billion dollars <laughs> evenly amongst every food pantry in America. Perfect. And and hunger is just immediately solved. <sighs> you you fucking asshole. <laughs> okay, um, we're we're in the home stretch. Yes, we are. We are. You can feel it. We're rolling down the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to talk about a few things. Yes. One. Next week, <gasps> this is the Orange Previlius. Ooh. Uh, I haven't called it that in a long time, mm-hmm. and I forgot we even called it that, but we are back with the Orange Previlius. <laughs> the Orange Julius pr- presents Orange Previlius. <laughs> Next week, we are doing the final <gasps> episode of Thanksgiving yes. Thanksgiving, where we are watching Zodiac. Um, so, that means we have to rank this film. Yes. Where does the game fit for you? This is going to be a game changer because I know oh. some people on this show didn't like this movie, but I think this John is John doesn't love it. <laughs> it's down around nine for John. Yeah, I think it's a little higher for me. This is my number two. I loved it. I thought it was so funny and weird and great. So, what is number one again? Panic Room. Panic Room's number one. <laughs> game is number two. Mm-hmm. You are into the kind of like simple strip yes. down. This is just this is just a fun movie. I, movies. That's my favorite. I think he does that the best. He doesn't need to yeah. do anything else. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Um, I would say for me, this is a okay. Button mank <laughs> alien three. So that's not eight. Wow, this is. I like eight. it a lot. I like it a whole lot. But I think this is an eight for Dang, me. Dang, cruel. And and it could move. <laughs> I mean, on, on subsequent viewings, I've definitely had 
viewings of this movie where I thought, this movie's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Today, I was like, this movie's great. But I wasn't like, this is this is a number five. This is a, this is a number eight for me. Today, I just kicked my uh, internet modem <laughs> on accident. Is it okay? Is it so still working? I was so excited by what you're saying, I just <laughs> kicked it. Eight? Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I think the average of eight and, and two is <laughs> uh, four. Is it four? Uh-huh. It can't be. Is it four? I don't know. Yes, I'm going to say it's four. Wait, eight and nine. What is? What is the average of eight, nine, and two? Mm, it's five. <laughs> yep, it's five. So we're ha- the game sits. At five. At five. <laughs> We're not going to probably remember that by next week, I ha- but... I have no understanding. No clue. Yeah, aside from one know. and this one, that's all I remember. Yeah. I mean, that's all we need to remember, <laughs> yeah. because it's all very arbitrary. Who gives are a we shit? really ranking? Are we really ranking them? Who knows? Probably not. Does it even matter? <laughs> <laughs> Does our opinion on a movie... <laughs> Have any bearing on the movie itself? Nope. Probably almost none. <laughs> no, zero, yeah. <laughs> Probably zero. Not maybe a not zero, but a just a nearly zero. Like a point zero 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 And there's like a there's like a one way at the end of a bunch of zeros. So next week we are watching Zodiac. So watch Zodiac. Join us if you want to watch us on Twitch. We are live on Twitch every week. At 10 Eastern, 9 Central. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't want to join us on Twitch, uh, most new... Ep- <laughs> you don't have to. But most new episodes arrive on your favorite podca- podcast app Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. subscribe on iTunes or whatever All or whatever. Google Play. Play us. <laughs> Does that exist? Sure. Does that, <laughs> maybe. Audible? Are we on Audible? I don't know. Amazon Music? That's one potential yeah. place where it might be. I haven't checked. Uh, but <laughs> just search for us. Uh, we mentioned at the beginning we love reviews. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We only accept five star reviews, and and the cool thing is within the review you can say whatever you want to about us yes. as long as the review is five stars, and that's all that matters. I think for the algorithm and please and the algorithm is all that matters. Oh yeah, we gotta please that little robot freak. Just yes. pleasure its little cunt. <laughs> Wow. Robo Can cunt. we say that on the show? I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying it now. <laughs> okay. I mean, you, you clearly did. Um, I have got to say, I would like a review about us, how we're the best hosts, and there's another yeah. host who shows up when it's convenient. <laughs> yeah. Give us one of those. Um, before we go, I have two more things to say. One, uh-huh. if you are listening or watching and you have a movie that you want us to watch... Sure. Please let us know, because we are nearly at the end of uh, David Fincher movies, and after that, we will be lost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because just for months and Chaos. months and months, it seems like years, we have been watching David Fincher movies, and we have not needed to think. <laughs> so soon, we'll have to think about a movie. We've had a few suggestions, which you can weigh Ooh, in on if you like. like. A few people have told me, watch Tenet mm-hmm. and talk about it. Oh, yeah. A few people have told me, watch Possessor Ooh, and, and talk about it. So those are both options. If you like those and are listening or watching, tell us. Yes. Or give us a movie that you want us to watch. I d- we love watching stuff that you want us to watch. Yeah, I don't want to watch like Wonder Woman 84, but I would if enough people voted for it. Yes, but we don't, don't want, want to. to. <laughs> but 
there is something enjoyable about forcing us to watch something that is bad. Yeah. And I we understand that there is an inherent joy in that sort of torture. Sure. And we get it. Thank you. Uh, but the only other thing I have to say is... <gasps> Thank you so much for listening to the show. Yes. Michael, thank you so much for everything you do and for being on the oh, show. thank you. And on behalf of the late, great Michael Hampton, <laughs> and on behalf of myself, mm-hmm. the late, great Sean Parrott, may I say, <gasps> bon appetit. Bon appetit. <laughs>